How are we getting on, lads? How are you getting on, champ? Are you well? And uh, so we're joined by Stephen Kelly. He's looking well. Look him there. He's got the Santa Claus vibe going on with a big bushy beard. Um, if you don't know, he did something absolutely astonishing pretty recently. Stephen, how about you tell us about it? Yeah, so um, following on from last year's run, myself and uh, which we ran from Dublin to Mayo, um, myself and Pete Cassidy, who is French toast in the early books, and uh, uh, we decided that we would run the coastline of Mayo for the Mayo Roscommon Hospital. So it's about, actually, the official coastline is about 530 something kilometres long. But if you, if you go by road, it's about 350. So we decided we would, uh, we'd run that. We decided that, well, we, initially we had planned on doing the, the whole Wild Atlantic Way, and I think we've touched on that uh, on this before. But obviously with the COVID, uh, that scuppered all of that. But we were given, we were given these lads, uh, these sound lads from uh, Kildare. It was about five or six of them, and they were climbing, they were climbing six peaks in six days. And we were giving them a hand out in um, supporting them in, in over the week. So myself and Pete were coming down one day, or that day, and we were looking out over Clue Bay, and it was absolutely glorious. And it was like, well, we can't do the full Wild Atlantic Way this year, but there's nothing really stopping us from doing the Mayo section of it. And then we looked it up, and it was about 350k on the road. And I said, that's, that's a fairly nice distance to go at. So we decided, and then we decided which charity would be best <coughs> And straight away we thought of the Mayor's Common Hospital, simple as that, because it's local and it's a, it's a brilliant uh, charity that and hospice that gets absolutely no funding from the government or anything like that. It's all self-funded. Yeah, yeah. I actually can't really believe that. That's that's pretty rough. Did they get they get zero government funding? Zero, not one percent, not even 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 the even their staff over the years and it's amazing that a hospice that was able to run for such a county as mayo and roscommon that they were able to do the services that they've done over all these years with no facility until this year yeah so they they were going they were using other hospitals and houses that were driving from other hospitals and houses now they have a, have a absolute state-of-the-art facility over in castlebar um to treat uh, patients and their families because they look after the families just as much as, as the actual patients themselves. And they're also nearly, they're halfway through building one in Roscommon already. Now we've, we've, we've got, we, we were given the grand tour of it. It's not even open yet. It's open in the next few days, um, a few weeks ago. And it is like, it is like a hotel. All the medical equipment is hidden. It's like it's hidden under the beds or at the side of the beds and it's like, <laughs> So for the for the patient, it, it makes it as homely as possible, and all that was funded by the people of Mayo, Roscommon, and of course, um, anyone that supported it outside as well. But that was all from community. Yeah. Um. So what you did was a big community effort, and uh, like you got people together to uh, donate some money towards what you're running for. Uh, in the end, how much did you uh, raise? Well, the link the link is still open and it will be until the twelfth of this month and we're going to be running uh on the 13th we're going to be doing a live draw with five <clears> prizes <throat> we've already raised eight thousand six hundred and sixty odd euro um and we've more we know we've more coming in 
and also we would like to get over the 10,000 to make no yeah. we would like to go over the 10,000 we set a target of five because we really only ha gave it four or five weeks to promote the reason being we were involved in other charities over the summer and there were two or three massive uh, events going on in our own hometown of Swinford for charities that were close to home and we didn't and <coughs> there were over the top of them people we want to let them finish off theirs before we we we, we um we, we decided to start ours so we had a short run in so we're delighted that we got uh, over the five thousand uh we always thought we knew we sort of would but we'd love now to hit over ten thousand but it wasn't just that and the mayor of scammon hospice uh, will be the first to tell you it was to create the awareness what they do more than anything yeah um we, we brought an, an an audience to them that what they were about that were even there yeah so, I, I didn't know about them until I seen what you guys were doing yeah. so there you go okay. um, now your average person in terms of their charity work uh, it's normally tends to be around the zero mark or the occasional two euro because they got asked at their front door what makes you want to do so much for charities and so much for these people um, I, I, I don't know. It just came. It came with the platform. You do a lot of charity work. Well, we do a lot of charity. In fact, I say, I say most of the work we do on the pages. Oh, this year has been charity, charity work, or helping out other charities, or doing our own charities. The reason we we, we, we like to focus. Well, I me and I know Peter's as well. We love doing good things for good for good causes. Yeah. We love helping people out. We have a platform. And it's not like we're doing live shows anymore. And even if we were, I think we still do ch charity work. Um, we ha we always had this idea that when we were doing the live shows, why not? And to keep our minds, our, our own minds focused, why not um, tie it in with a run the next day, wherever we're doing the live gig, so that and we were going to focus on mental health, so that anyone that wanted to come with us um, <coughs> the next day for the run, everyone chips in two, two or three or a fiver. It goes to mental health, but it wasn't just money. It was to get people out. Maybe people that didn't want to go to the pub that was near the drinking scene or wants to stay away from the drinking scene that we could catch up with them in all the different towns and bring bring them along. There's no point in having a platform if you're not going to use it for 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 some good, and that's yeah. just the way we go. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. And mm. I I love when people like no matter what size your platform is, uh, they do a bit of charity work. Like our, our friend. Uh, James C. Burns, he did something for the American Veterans Association pretty recently. Mm. Uh, and his platform isn't that big, but, it, you know, yeah. he, he did plenty for it. And like yourselves, again, doing all kinds of different runs, all kinds of different things for charity. It's amazing. Yeah. The work people do is, it's, it is amazing. No, it is, yeah. yeah. It, like that, it, it, it's as good for us, it's as good for us mentally as it is for the people <laughs> that we and that's uh, I said it before that if we if we didn't have these things to train for and to uh, focus on, we'd be the ones in the pub. We'd be the ones that'd be depressed from Monday to Friday, you know. Um, it's just it keeps us focused. It's just the Irish the Irish way. There's two ways of being Irish. There's the the, the, the good side, and then there's the there's maybe the pub side of things. And we yeah. want to stay. <laughs> don't get me wrong. We love pints. There you <laughs> and, go. We drink pints with, with, with the best of them, but uh, yeah, it's nice to keep focused on good things. Mm. Yeah, 
just just a moment ago you brought up uh, the training. Now, running the border of Mayo is not an easy task. That took a lot of training. So, yeah. how do you prepare for this run? Well, like like I said, we we had planned on doing the Wild Atlantic Way. Uh, so, from the run last year, I never really. I never really stopped training. I never really, I always had in the back of my head that this year was the year for the Wild Atlantic Way run. Um, and I just kept kept that fitness level up. Um, maybe not as much as maybe in the last three months, but all the, all the way along, I, I climbed a week maybe once a week, definitely once every two weeks. In the summertime, maybe try two or three times a week. Um, go for a 10K run uh, every day. And then uh, on a Saturday, maybe go for a longer run, like a marathon distance or maybe a half marathon. Uh, and then over the last two months, I put in uh, in intermittent fasting, which I am. It was a game changer. It really is. Uh, and Tell us a bit about that. Uh, well, intermittent fasting is you can start off at sixteen hours where you don't eat. Now that includes sleep, so it's not as it sounds difficult. But it's if you include your your sleep, you can work around your eating pattern, so that um, you can you can get, put your sleep into that. So let's just say I stop eating at six o'clock. Now anyone that doesn't eat past six o'clock anyway until the morning time is going to lose weight straight away because eating after six o'clock it, it's it's you, you're not burning it up like you would um, if you ate, if you ate closer to, to say bedtime. Um, so let's just say six o'clock stop eating. Um, only, only drink water and if you can at all I try and go without water they recommend to, to try and do it without water but a lot of people wouldn't be able to do that because you get headaches or whatever I've tried to do it without water um, so you go then 16 hours at, at the beginning I got it up to 18 hours and then up to 20 hours so you, you fast for the 16 to 18 to 20 some people do 24 hours and then you have a window of about 4 hours where you can eat as much as you can you, you eat, obviously eat as healthy as you can, but literally everything that you eat then, it, it's, it's been put to good use straight away. All, yeah. all, all of, of where it's meant to go, goes. And after 16 hours, uh, your body starts burning fat, burning fat that it wouldn't do uh, normally. And any exercise you do after 16 hours, they say it's twice as good for you, um, twice as good for you. Uh, muscle, it builds your muscles, repairs your muscles, your skin gets better. Uh, your sense of smell gets better. Your eyesight gets better. It's just it's bring, go, bring them back to what we were like when we were like thousands of years ago. Simple yeah. as that. We're, we're not designed to eat every three or four hours. If you if you go back years and years ago, like there was no fridges when people men were in caves, or yeah. no belly shop or whatever. Um, you know, we, we so. touched on this yesterday. We we had a uh, two with two competitive eaters on. Mm. And the number one female uh, competitive leader and number eight ranked uh, lad, and they were saying like for what they do, like they're both very fit people. Oh yeah. And they they someone did a study on them, uh, and it was about okay. So they ate forty eight hot dogs at a competition. Okay. Forty eight. That's a big number. Um. So they said, what what would be the effects of eating that over the course of a week versus in one sitting? And which was more beneficial <clears throat> to your health, and blah, blah, blah. And like you're saying, eating all at once, that was the most beneficial one to them. Right. And we went into how, like, back in the day, even if you had 10 lads who just took down a deer, you aren't going to finish it. So stuff yourself to bits and head on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
a bit off topic. <laughs> <laughs> so whose idea was to run around the Mayo border? Uh, I'd say we we literally looked at each other at the same time and we were like, what what could we do this year uh, now that we can't do the Wild Atlantic Way? And we were looking out over Clue Bay and it was like a eureka moment. We, he lo- Pete looked at me, it, it sounds like we were fucking boyfriend, two boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> we looked at each other. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's 2020 after oh, all. Oh, God, no, of course. There you go. Um, but uh, we looked at each other and uh, and it was like, uh, what about Mayo Code? And it was like, yeah, straight, like there was no question, no questions asked. Um, the only thing is, it was a little. It was a little late, and we knew that there was other charities going on, so we knew to be a tight window first. But look, we we had we had a bit of a following, and we got as much out of that as as possible. Plus, I think people enjoyed the week. I think they enjoyed the videos, enjoyed the crack, um, and like a lot of people said, it was it was the best thing that happened over the summer, and uh, we enjoyed it, and we really missed it this this week. Really missed it. I missed having that support network. Having a having a reason to get up in the morning, um, I missed you know all the all the friends being around at the same time, um, do you know knowing a sense of an, an achievement as well, and uh, really missed it this week. But anyone that does a challenge like that will you will come down eventually. Yeah. So I just want to point out that from the last time you were on here, you are in such better form. Like you are, you're, you're looking. You're looking well, number one. But yeah, even, for- even the way you're talking now, like your energy is just up here. Like I, I swear, like right now, you could go out and run it again. <laughs> well, I would love to, and I wouldn't mind. But the legs are—people were earlier on, but he had to go. Um, the legs are as good as, as the were before we started running, and that's uh, that is down to uh, a, a fantastic physio we had, Connor, who we absolutely tortured for the week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, him and he came out of SIS uh, clinic in in Casabar. But uh, no, they were fantastic. I loved it. Uh, I loved every minute of it. The last time I was on here, actually, um, I was after having two nights on the beer, and that was the last time I actually had a drink. It was like a break for me in my training, and drink straight away. Like I love the drink and I love the crack. I love it. But the come down is just horrible. I suffer terrible with the blues depression. And as I'm yeah. sure, as does Pete, as does yeah. Owen Cotton, as Mark Maloney does as well, they all do. Um, actually, the only one that probably doesn't is, is Salmon. He, he, see, he can see <laughs> bad time sessions and no change the next day at all. Yeah, he, he's a beast. That's right. Um, he's built different like he is. He is yeah. built different. <laughs> just, just to touch on uh, your recovery during the run, because... You did this over a couple of days and, you know, it's a, you know, you need to recover. Like we've seen you guys on tables getting, if I can, like your uh, massages and so on. So what was the recovery like? Well, we, we were running from usually about half eight, nine o'clock till six or half six. I think Belmont, we got in about quarter past six. Um then we'd be shipped off to get the massages and we'd very little time for sleeping because by the time you do the social media side of things and got your rub down and get your shower in, um, sleep, I, w- I would love to have got a li- an hour or two more sleep, 
but I don't sleep an awful lot anyway, but Pete loves sleeping. He could, he could sleep for 36 hours in the one day. <laughs> it, it, it was brilliant. The, the physio and them, did you see them pressure boots that we had? No, I didn't see pressure boots. What was that? They literally <clears throat> were like leather trousers that were made into like um, blood pressure monitors. Um, they're, 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 and next thing they, they're, they're attached to a machine that blows them up and literally it, mis, it, it just tightens in on your legs from your ankles all the way to your, your hips. And there's some job. We, woke, we used to wake up in the morning uh, with, with like what we thought were new legs. <laughs> it, was just, it was just like a blood pressure monitor or bl- bl- blood pressure. You know the thing that on your arm that's for checking yeah, blood pressure? Yeah. yeah. Tight and this thing releases again. Well, did that was like that, but it was like the full length of your leg, and it might it might start getting tight at the bottom first, and then work its way up, Wait. and then down again. Ah, oh, they were class. On top of the physio, they were they were just um, brilliant, and we got them donated to us for the week from a sports recovery clinic in Clamaris, where they had seen that they had seen the stories. Uh, on the Instagram page, and actually donated it on the on the first day. Contacted Chris Chris Gavigan, who who, who was chief organizer and made an unbelievable job. For, uh, contacted Chris, and that was the, that was the way it was all week. People were seeing what was going on, and they were given anything that they could, and that is exactly what it was. We didn't have to ask for nothing. People were just throwing stuff at us. People along the route. Um, were stopping us and shouting in from their houses. Do you, do you want a cup of coffee? Do you want a cup of tea? So it was like it was mental. It was surreal. I mean, I'm talking the the wildest places in the country, and and the most the most um, isolated places in the country, and people coming out of their houses, uh, like and people that wouldn't be on Instagram. Late late sixties, early seventies. I'd say one one man was in his eighties shouting at us to come in for a cup of coffee. It was crazy stuff. <laughs> So you got you got the whole community together, yeah, and yeah. At, at times like this, that's pretty important. Mm. You know, mor- morale is down low. There's people in absolute bits over COVID. Yeah, like I, I seen some stuff. Like people can't even go to uh, funerals, so it's it's pretty rough. But getting the community together, you know, it's, a, it's a big deal, and doing yeah. it for a, a good cause as well. It's even yeah. even bigger deal. It, it was. And that's a, that's that's a good point. It was. It was a great um, distraction mentally for a lot of people as well. Uh, it really, it really was. And even just to get all our friends together, uh, or, or as many as possible. Um, like Sean came down from from Louth. Uh, Brian came over from Castlebar. There was there was people just joined in on the run on the last day. It was it was great to have a social um, session outside where it was safe, um, and. Uh, it was just magical, and I really, really miss it. And I know Pete does as well. Actually, Pete was today was the first day that he actually cheated up a bit. Like, are you look, we're planning again for next year. Simple mm. as that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and is the Wild Atlantic Way run still going to happen? Like, that, have you planned that, that for another time? That is that is the dream. We will definitely need um, funding for it. Apart from uh, whatever charity we do it for. Um, uh, what we would do is we would definitely need like the likes of RT Virgin or one of them, Red Bull maybe, uh, Joe.e, I'm going to plug it to, just we need funding for 
the logistics of it. You see, yeah. when you're doing it for charity, people will people will give you like we had to pay for no accommodation, no food. Uh, the fuel was taken care of. All the support was taken. The physio was 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 given to us. But that's because it's for a charity. If we were doing that, if we were doing that as, as our own project, obviously we're not going to get that. Yeah. Um, but it was. Uh, but in saying that, there's nothing stopping us for doing it for a charity next year. We have an idea. Seeing as the hospice was unbelievable in their support, they literally helped us every step of the way. We were thinking of like there's hospices in every ca county or region. So Mayor Roscommon have joined up. There's one full one for Galway. Uh, I think there's a northwest one for Donegal, Leitrim, and Sligo. There's not, and I know that they're an umbrella for hospices. So there's nothing like we have an idea, and we're, we, have, we haven't even pitched it to them yet. That if we do, we say Donegal, Leitrim, Sligo, and we do it for that region. Yeah. Then we do the Mayo section again. That, and that'll be obviously for Mayor Oscarman and then Galway. So all the way along the coast, mm. we're doing it like that. So whatever we raise, whatever we raise for the mayor, like for that section, mm. goes to them. Or or else we just uh, we raise as much as we can, and at the end of it, just split it up between how many hospices that are along the way. Yeah, like that. That's one of our. That's one of our our, our thoughts. And like that as well. We're 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 doing we're doing that. Uh, for we'll be doing that for the hospice. We're also doing it for ourselves. I mean, we get a great kick out of 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 entertaining, out of um, and doing that. It gives us a focus. It's just as good for us. Like we're being very selfish as well when we're doing this because we know when me and Pete do these things, we're dragging all our friends behind us because they're. I know that they feel obliged to help out, and mm. they're going to do it. And I know they enjoy it, but it's a lot of time spent. Out of, out of their week like some of them lads and girls were there for the entire five weeks and i know chris gavigan uh was literally spent the last five weeks trying to get it prepared so there was an awful lot of time on him yeah um i love i love you just brought up that you like 10 to 10. um very obvious being in the hardy books very obvious with your shows um so when's the next show is there any plans for that what's the crack there no, no plans. We literally put it off until after the run, and now we want to. We're we're being cute, uh, as Pete would say. We're sort of letting other um, entertainers and comedians and whatnot just feel around and see what their shows are like. I was at Fred Cook's gig on on Friday night in Castle Bar, and it was done. It was done very well. Uh, there was only there was about forty people, but they were so spread out. Yeah. Uh, that that wouldn't really now we could try and change the show. Obviously we're gonna to have to do a new show or write new stuff anyway. Well we have we I've wrote new stuff anyway and um and I've I've sort of developed a, a, like a different sort of uh, way of delivering stuff uh, my comedy as well. Um yeah. so that that would be fun to do. It's just to get the right sitting piece. Pete's sets are always crowd interactive. So how do you, how to come back off to sort of water that down? It's going to be hard for Pete. So we're just going to have to put our heads together, um, and Mikey, of course, as well. You see, Mikey, Mikey's the only one of us that actually has a full five five day a week job. Yeah, yeah, you were saying before. 
Mm. So that, that's why he, he's not uh, involved as much as as he would like or as we would like. Um. So when we do get him, it's it it, it is it is fantastic. But like that as well. Uh, I I need to make it for shows. I definitely needed to make it financially viable for the two lads to come along and myself. Uh, it's 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 an expensive like accommodation, fuel, taking days off. Well, for Mikey, it needs to be worth his while financially. We had, we had a lot of gigs last year that were sellout and they were brilliant, but we had just as many that just literally just covered the expenses, and it's not worth spending two or three days for one show. That it doesn't it doesn't pay off. So we have to be a little cuter on where we book, um, and what time of year we booked. We got an awful lot of very good venues last year, and I couldn't like I let someone else sort of run it. I couldn't understand how we were getting all these venues that usually charge thousand euro or fourteen hundred euro for the room. The way it works is the venue as a lot of these venues charge you to use the venue. Mm-hmm. Okay, the likes of the Sugar Club or Workmans, okay. they charge, yeah, they they charge they charge yeah. you to use the room. Yeah, uh, some of them charge an awful whack. Others then, uh, but I couldn't understand how we were getting them, and we were getting them like free, and we were getting them, mm. um, we were getting them for very very low rates, and I was like, this doesn't sound too good to be true. But an awful lot of the time, it was the end of Rag Week in one of them. Um, there was something else happening in a different venue in the town, something big. I think was it Tommy Tiernan was in town, and other in the town was like, and he would have sold out for like so long. So we we just have to be cuter on, on what we book. But then again, of course, there was other venues like up in Galway, Port uh, Port, uh, Port was it Leash, uh, Dublin. We always get a great crowd in Dublin. We it, like it just made up for for the game. But we need just yeah. need to focus better on on venues that we we were down at cork we, we loved cork as well so yeah yeah next time you've won in uh go give me a shout because i'm looking for an excuse for a staycation <laughs> i love love to come to your show listen we'll, we'll, we'll be anything that we do we will promote the heck out of it there'll be no yeah. one no one that will not uh know what's <laughs> yeah yeah you'll have the place all done up um, so yeah, it's a bit weird at the moment with lockdown and what we can and can't do. It, what's it like in Mayo at the moment? Like, how are the pubs going as well? Mayo is fine. Um, Mayo is fine for now. Uh, the pubs are open. Some of them, and I'm not going to mention any names, but some of them are as if nothing has ever changed. Uh, and then other ones, so other ones, and some of them are very good pubs. They've just gone by the book, by the rules, and it's not the same. I mean, when you have to, when you have three or four in one table, and the, there is a big break until the next table, and you can hear because everyone is so far away from each other, you can hear all the conversations going on, and it's a bit weird. Yeah. And, and everyone is sort of, especially at the beginning of the night, everyone is sort of standoffish and you can't go to the bar. I used to love like being at the bar. I much prefer stood at the bar than actually yeah. sitting down. And that's like the bar is completely empty. That's where the crack happens. It's where the, it's where the crack happens. And you meet different different people from different uh, different groups and it all gets inter, inter, intertwined and that's where the crack happens. But... Um, it's a bit weird in some places, but in general, look, it's going great. We've done the run. Um, 
we, we had no problems with it. We had no, like no one ever stopped us from going in anywhere. Um, actually, we were down in Ackland, at Tedlevels, but we had been down there a few weeks earlier, and I know he's in court, um, like in the high court, I think, to try and get, the guards are trying to stop his license because I think he, he was open, he stayed open a little bit, uh, even after the food. But mm. I hope he gets more because he's a really nice guy and he helped us out big time. But um, but look, who's right and who's wrong? I don't I don't know. Uh, yeah. I I have an idea that like I am probably I don't know if it's be- beginning to be a popular opinion now, but I think I just think Go maybe, on, not, out. <laughs> let, maybe not let it let it run its course. But I would rather I would rather you know uh, die on my feet than 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 die on my knees if does that make sense no yeah. i get you i get you um, that is an opinion that's on the rise at the moment i understand it mm. i understand both sides uh some people don't want to go out and then you touch off a lad's shoulder and then you know they touch their shoulder and they give it to the grandma and they die like yeah. people well, don't want that to happen Obviously, we want to protect the vulnerable. I mean, but I don't. You, I have a grandmother still alive myself. Yeah. yeah. But then the other side of it is, suicide rate. Suicide rates are up. Domestic abuse is up. Child abuse is up. Yeah. What are we going to do about this? It's not sustainable. No. It's not. So, you know, we need to figure out what we're going to do. Even in Ireland at the moment, like the cases are huge. Oh, Did you guys see yesterday? Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, but another six hundred, six hundred thirteen. But but another thing is, lads, uh, there's a big difference between dying from COVID and dying with COVID. Yes, definitely, and that's not spoken mm. about enough. Yeah, so um, I I think the media has an awful lot. If you look at any of the headlines, it's always the big dramatic headline first. If there's if there was no one dying died and there was there was 623 people dead yesterday or with cases and no one had died you're going to see on on the thing 623 new cases and then a small print but no further deaths yes and that's the way and that's the way it's always been it, yeah. the, the no further deaths always is the small print at the bottom and sometimes it's not there at all mm-hmm. yeah the thing um, with the, that's the thing with the media is that they never focus on the positive side of anything. It's always the doom and gloom for them. Because they're competing with YouTubers, they're competing with other people mm. on social media, influencers, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, they have to compete with that. Yeah. Uh, so they have to take on the uh, clickbait approach like a lot of creators do. Yes. So that's what's going on at the moment. Like, we know how to treat it so much better, but people still die. We don't know what to do. Like people have died from worse, and we've done nothing about it. But here we are today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's not up to us to figure it out. But uh, you know, hopefully it does get figured out. It's up to me yeah. and the boys up there. Uh, as, that's, uh, another, that's another thing. I do not understand why, when when Leo and 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 I I think I said this the last time when when Leo got in, I was never a Fianna Gael, yeah. but I actually. I actually believed in Leo Varadkar. I actually thought he spoke very well. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was young. I thought he was. He came in from a different angle. And then when he took over, he just got lost with the boys. It was the same old shite. But then, but then when the pandemic happened, he took over and he actually 
give a little bit of stability to the place. Mm. And Not even kidding. One of the best leaders we've ever had in a situation like that. Yeah. You know, he just did so amazing in that yeah. moment. And yeah. all, all and three I, of us here agree that he was better during the pandemic than anyone else could have been. Yeah, and he was better in the pandemic than he had uh, had been as Taoiseach all the yeah. way along. Oh, yeah. He was a sign of a great leader. But then they go and change the government. Oh, yeah. No. Well, Which, I, mean, he, I, mean, I, like, I guess, so we live in a democracy, it has to happen. Otherwise, people would be screaming from the rooftops. Oh, yeah. Um, but, Shalok, that's, that's what has to happen. I don't even agree. I think we should have kept Leo. Because the, the guy's a doctor. Like he's a doctor, isn't he? Like, yeah, he's trained to be a doctor. Yeah, like, he was working he, as a he doctor. He handled it that? so well. He just did such a great job. And then the other lad, as you said, he's one of the best Irish actors of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I showed you that thing. Your post went viral. Yes. <laughs> Like and and a rake of pages uh, screenshots and never give us credit for that either. Um, but I, like people were sending me, oh, and I was like, sure, I didn't even screenshot that. I didn't put up a post about that. I just, I just, I just wrote it on on, on Go Valley. And this thing, I, I looked, someone tagged us in in one page, and uh, it, it was up about an hour and it's been shared about five hundred times. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? But you're, uh, just, you're just that funny. <laughs> and obviously people agree with you I, yeah. I, I agree with you I'm not sure how Thomas feels about it but I definitely agree with you I feel very strongly about the government I have very very moment, strong yeah. opinions I, I, I can tell you you're itching you're itching there oh Jesus right let's talk about agriculture no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to oh, get yeah. into it now because I'd be here for a very long time but uh, there's, how many times have they fucked up now like yeah, there's been four or five controversies and they've only been in for the last like two or how many months have they been in there but four months i'd say oh, it's not even that like two or three you know yeah. the leaving cert now is another thing another mess yeah up. yeah uh, I, they uh they did me out of points and i'm after getting a message there saying i got more points at the same time but the thing is not only are they making mess ups, which every government will do, yeah. but they don't give you any confidence that they're going to fix it. Yeah, like I'm, I'm terrified of my brother and sister being in school and then going to college. Like the college is taking this way more seriously, and they have a lot of room. And then the schools aren't taking this as seriously, and no. they they're like they have so little room. Like in, in our local school, um, not going to name it. Um, they're built to hold 350 students. They have nearly 800 in there. That's yeah. a health and safety hazard. Like yeah, yeah. There's, oh, there's been cases in the school already. Oh, yeah, uh, people have had to quarantine and stay home. It's, it's been insane. But yet they're still open. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Uh, I, um, there's a lot of things I don't get in this. They open the schools, but yet... Uh, they, can, they open the schools, but yes, you, you can't go, you can't go to the pub. You can wear a you have to wear a mask to a restaurant. To when you come to the door, you have to put the mask on, but you can take it off the table. But yet, the kids can go to school with no masks, um, especially the younger ones. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't make enough. And then everyone goes and the buses are allowed to run to bring them to school, where they yeah. where they, they don't have to wear a mask either. And then they're just let out, let into the oh, and and everyone. There could be fifty in the bus, but yet in the schools they have to be in pods. Yes. Like it, 
doesn't make like they're all all it's all confusing. It was very confusing. It and, is. And Go on. Gather, gatherings of fifty, but you can only have six from the same same group. It's, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. The numbers aren't adding up at all. Yeah, um, myself and Thomas had a shock and horror m moment uh, pretty recently. So we started college last week, uh, and a bit before that for our orientation, well, it was our orientation, right? Uh, we went past a primary school, and the kids were in the yard. Um, Thomas, how many would you reckon? Uh, two, three hundred kids? Two, three hundred, yeah, but... Not one mask, two yeah. teachers, shoulder to shoulder. And yeah. uh, they weren't social distance, distancing. Like, it's hard to get kids to do it anyway. But well, they're like, you know, they're like, kids don't understand personal space. each other to the ground. Anyway. They were beating the shit out of each other like you do when you're a kid. You know what I mean? Tag. You know, like, it's. <laughs> like, kids are germ factories. Let's all accept this and just get them out of there. Um, and, 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 they, and, and at this time of year, that's, they're going to bring their own germs anyway, the flu, yeah. the cold. Yeah, everything anyway. So that's that's just the natural the natural mm. process. But in saying that, in saying about passing schools, did you see the school that came out to wave us on on the run? No, that's about no, it. On the on the fourth day, we were like again. This is a really rural part of Mayo. I could we were sort of going up the hill, and I could <laughs> to my right, and I seen this woman out with a with like what looked like a, a, an iPad. And I thought that's great. And next thing I looked to the right and I realized that it was a school because it had like blue flags and all them sorts of stuff up. And next thing I seen like a rush of kids out as far as the wall. <laughs> and, I, and we were going very slow at the time. And I just turned to Pete and I said, We better actually make out like they were running here. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, oh, For fuck's sake. But anyway, we started running then, and I wouldn't mind, but we kept running for about five or five, five or six k of a towing. So it was lovely to get that five six k out of the way because on the fourth day, for some reason, we found it very it was very hilly. So we were walking the hills. We ran up this hill, but it was it was it was so it was so beautiful. I actually it was the only time that I teared up until until the end, like yeah. to see all lined up, and it was just magical to cheer us on. It was really magical. But like that. Everyone was on top of each other. They tried their best. I know for a fact the teachers tried their best to keep everyone separate, but it wasn't happening. Kids just will not, especially when they're excited. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of people to control 300 little people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. Uh, that, that's just my thing. I don't think kids should be in school right now. Uh, I think it's scary for them, number one. Yeah. Uh, and then they could just wait. Like, why don't we just wait? Like, yeah, kids, I, the kids aren't contributing to the economy. Why are they, why are they there? Yeah, like, well, you see, they're it's there just because a danger. If, 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 they're, if they're not at home, if they're not in school, the teachers are getting paid and they're not working. Mm. Okay, which, which is fantastic, but the, the government will not do that. They will not, uh, that, to them, that's a waste of money. Um, so that's why the, the kids are just shipped off to school. The last thing, the last thing that's going to be closed down again is the schools. I can guarantee yeah, that. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, yeah. I get that. No, it's uh, it's one one thing that scares me. Uh, like online school was great, especially when we were doing the leave insert. That was fine. Tune in, do your bits. I doing it with college, same thing. It's all right. But uh, all right. 
Anyway, away from the, the doom and the gloom of it all. Oh, yeah. Um, we sound like RTE. Christ. Crack nuts, as Pete says. <laughs> so, um, with these um, charity things you've done, uh, what, what's the next ones you want to do? Like, uh, you, you obviously have plans for future charity events, and I'm assuming you've got to run the next few. Or is there anything else you're thinking of doing? Swimming? Well, actually, Pete's a great swimmer, and he wants to swim the full... Uh, the, the Shannon. Down down the down the Shannon, downstream. And uh, now I would have to learn how to swim, of course, to do that. <laughs> but that was one of his plans. And I am learning. He is teaching me because, you know, Pete is a qualified surf instructor and swimming instructor. He's a what instructor right. and a what? He's a surf instructor and a, a swimming. Sounds like him. Yeah, sounds yeah. like him. Yeah, yeah, and his brother is as well, Ali, uh, who played pot roast, and he was with us on the run. He's a, he's a, he's so many things. He's a qualified physio. He's a qualified uh, sir, uh, swim instructor, p- teacher. He, he's a PE teacher. All, Not just all, a pretty face. All the Cassidy's were mad into their sports and all got in, involved in some way like that. So, but that's one of them. Um, actually, Fred Cook was 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 is a good swimmer as well. He used to be on about that too with Pete. Yeah. Then he, he Pete is also prefers running off off road, which like over mountains and stuff like that. Which I I love hiking, but I love I hate running on grass or cross country. I don't know why. Everyone else, I'm I'm the one of the five percent in, in in the country that actually prefers the road to off road. Yeah, because off road's better for you. Yeah, it's better for your joints. Yeah, but no, I I just I prefer we have a solid ground that I'm not second guessing my step. Because I, I don't know why it's just the way I learned to run and 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 that's that's the way. Now don't get me wrong, I love climbing. I love climbing for Patrick. I love uh, climbing over mountains or or passes like that. Love it yeah. and I love taking scenery. But when running, when it comes to running, it is literally on the road. Yeah. Look, we'll we we'll do anything, anything, anything to um, that we thought would create a, a bit of awareness for something or do good in something. We do literally anything. So do you know do you know what we know what an idea? Do you know what an idea that we came up with lately? Um to instead of doing a with with the live shows, we were thinking about writing a play, an actual like feature length play and bringing it to the th- bringing it to theatres. Wow. Yeah. Now before you say anything else, that right. sounds amazing and I'll be honest, you're the last guy I would think of to do something like that. Uh, you know, Stephen Cowboy Kelly, uh, <laughs> the last man I think of writing a play. But yeah. tell us all about it. That sounds awesome. Uh, well, Pete, Pete, he's always wanted the long, the long play, the long version. He he wants to do longer videos, and I love doing longer videos as well. Obviously, we've had a lot of success with uh, the short videos, but that's just the way social media has gone. Um, but he wants to go back to the like 10 minute YouTube clips and like a feature length film. He has an idea for a feature length film that he's in talks with the producer about. I don't know if I can tell you this, but I've said now, so there it goes. Um, and it's very funny, but he, we, he, he would love to do a play. We have a couple of different ideas and it's just, it's just to see what sort of production we would have to have to do. And it could be a great way of, 
focusing for about six or seven months to try and get get it down and and and, and what the production level would need to be. The, I think the trick with theatre is the less props you need, the better, because there's less break <laughs> in the play, changing, changing yeah. up. Yeah, and, yeah, and less can it, go wrong. It was wrote for one, it'd have to be wrote for like uh, one room, maybe two different rooms, because I always think the break and changing, you're just into the flow of something, the next thing there's a break because the backdrop has to be changed or whatever. Yeah. Uh, unless you're in the likes of the West End or in uh, in Broadway where everything just seems to happen because obviously the more money you spend on it, the better, the better it's going to be. Yeah. But yeah, so that could be very, very interesting. And I know for a fact that if we do it, we'll, we'll, we'll do it right. Yeah. Um, that could be our way back to Vicar Street. I always said we'd be back in Vicar Street and uh, I, I won't rest until we are. Yeah. Yeah, just what we say now with the feature film and the play. Um, obviously, we all love the Hardy Book stuff. Um, have there any plans, anything else with doing more videos, like three books left, yourself, Sam and Peter, maybe some other people who were in it, like uh, Pot Roast? Uh, yeah, well, do you know what? Pot Roast always wants to be in the videos. It's just to literally nail down uh, everyone to be there for a few days. Now, obviously, the run took over the last few weeks. Yeah. And like I well, we, we are building up new equipment. We're we're getting we're getting the equipment as we're going along, and uh, yeah. So we're just letting the run settle in for another we're, until the thirteenth of October because we're going to push the link uh, until then. And anyone that wants to donate is in with the chance of winning a prize. Uh, I'm just going to push that in there. Uh, you can check the link out on our on our on our bio page or, or on our bio on Instagram or on. But. Um, so after that, then it, the heads are going back together and uh, seeing where we're going then. We've our challenge done for this year and now we're going to make making videos, making longer videos. We've actually opened up a YouTube page, even though we haven't, we, we, we actually haven't called it Three Books Left. I can't remember what it's called, but it's just to have it there so that when we do start making the longer videos that we, um, we've ordered the platform there. Yeah, if you can get me that uh, link for it or name for it, whenever you're ready to announce it, uh, I'll do bits first. Um, so, well, I know you're a busy man. I know you have to go soon. Yeah. Uh, probably deadlifting and stuff, besides you. But yeah. um, this wouldn't be a Hardy Books uh, podcast if I didn't ask about, is there any more progress on season five? Um, if you can't talk about it, you can't. But if there's nothing, there's nothing. Well, I know, I know this. I was actually talking to, I was talking, talking to one of the headmen in it and the, everything is sort of, everything was put on the back burner, especially the likes of the Hardy Bucks when the COVID, what I heard on uh, Word of the Grapevine is that uh, like there's green shoots coming out of RTE where they've probably got a bit of money and now they want to like throw it into something. So um, mm. you never, you never know. Obviously we would love, we would love, we would love to be involved in it again. Um, the country needs of, you, lads. I know, I know, look, we, we would love, we would love, because <laughs> we deliberately, on three bucks left, we deliberately away from old Hardy Bucks posts, unless they're very, very relevant for now, mm -hmm. just, just to see how we get on without having, like, we're always going, we're always going to be no one as the Hardy Bucks. 
yeah. at some stage. Um, we've even talked about changing the three bucks left name because as soon as you hear bucks, it's everyone says Hardy Bucks. Um, so we've actually thought about that as well, and we have a name picked out, and it is awesome. There you go. You <laughs> see, it's it is you'll never it, no one will ever guess the name, but it is it is it it'll definitely get it'll be a shock. Yeah. When people. I'm looking mm. forward to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's that. That's all. Um, yeah. So, man, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks oh, a lot for getting on. The next time, uh, I'll definitely organise uh, the two lads as well. Uh, you Perfect. see, Pete, Pete, Pete's living up just on the Donegal border. Um, so he's gone back there tonight. He was down for the weekend, and Salmon is working, and he works most weekends. So we'll definitely get... Um, We'll definitely get a podcast coming up in the next few weeks with the yeah. two lads as well. Yep, mm. spot on. And uh, we're supposed to have Martin on soon, so I might even be tonight. So yeah. it's great. It's great to talk to you guys. We're gonna ask him the same stuff about season five. But uh <laughs> yeah. here, here here hoping, here plan here here praying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, if people want to check you out, they wanna check out three books left, where can yeah. they find uh, you? You can find us on Instagram. Um Facebook now take we're back on TikTok by the way we're banned off TikTok. <laughs> we, we snuck back in we snuck back in there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we've now opened up a Twitter account even though I haven't figured out how to use it yet. Um, apparently you're not a Twitter you're, you're not on Twitter until you've had an argument on Twitter. So if anyone wants to have an argument with us on Twitter, um, just text us and we're good to go. I'll have an argument with you for free. I'll go I'll, you. I'll, you know, we love, coffee, we love arguing on Twitter, man. It's great. <laughs> I got on right. into one the other day because I said I, I've never watched the Polar Express the film and so people told me that I should die <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard it was very divisive it was a divisive platform alright fair enough yeah yeah, yeah. accurate <laughs> anyway thanks everyone for watching or listening wherever you found us uh, make sure to like comment subscribe tell your grandma about the podcast and take it handy good luck to you alright guys <laughs>